Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode three of the Gambit Goals. Uh, I apologize for the little delay in time between my last uh, episode. A lot of stuff has actually been going on. Um, good things, though. Good things, promising things. Um, I started a new job. I'm going to be starting another job after the holidays, as uh, Thanksgiving is just a few days away. Um, I also in, I'm also in a I guess you could say I'm back in school, although it's just one class, it's an EMT program, so I started that at the beginning of the month, and that's been going on. I just had my first big exam um, yesterday, I think it went really well. Grade hasn't been released yet, but I believe I probably got an A on it. Um, it was 60 questions, I feel I feel like I only maybe missed like three questions, so <clears throat> um, the answers in the quiz the exam will be posted tomorrow, so I guess I'll find out then. But other than that, I've just been working and studying and, and kind of doing my best to, you know, progress as an individual. And um, today's theme is really about the little things. So I guess that's kind of what I've been focusing on lately is, you know, finding either um, a job or um, a new hobby, or any, anything along those sorts that gives me a little bit of an enjoyment, or anything like that. And I've always kind of had this conversation with my friend, it's kind of been like an, a, an ongoing conversation, where, you know, he might send me a photo of him climbing a mountain or something, and or he'll send me a photo of like a sunset, or a rainstorm, or a lightning bolt, or something like that. And I'll I'll try to do the same thing to him, just kind of send him, you know, a little bit of positivity and just, you know, we've always kind of said it's it's the little things. And it really is. Like, if if you can't appreciate some of the smallest things, you know, a good meal, just seeing your best friend or seeing a friend that you haven't seen in a long time or, you know, like for us, we really enjoy nature. So, you know, being outside and enjoying nature... Um, even for me, sometimes I enjoy just kind of getting away and going for a drive for a while. So we've kind of always said, you know, it's the little things. If And if you can't appreciate the little things, you're never really going to appreciate the big things when they happen or the big moments. You're going to continue to look past it. You know, say say you get that raise or that promotion or whatever. Well, then you're thinking, all right, well, that's great, but what's next? What else do I want to do? And that's not to say that, like, ambition is a bad thing or anything of that along those lines because it's not but if you can't stop and appreciate it or stop and reflect on it and you know realize it what it is and how much work you you've put into it and how far you've come you're never really going to be happy and so um the items that <clears throat> i'm going to go over on my goals list now they're not anything super flashy or anything along those lines but it's a couple of them because it follows the theme of of the day of of it's the little things um other than that i don't really have much to discuss with you until i jump into these stories i will say that one of the jobs that <clears throat> i'm going to be starting after the holidays i did find it really kind of um well i guess i'll back up I was doing all of these interviews, and I actually went into this one with the frame of mind of, like, I'm not going to take it. I'm going to take these other two jobs. They pay more. They have better location, yada, yada. They're, you know, more along the lines of something I want to do. 
And so I went in kind of already with the frame of mind of like, I'm not going to take this. I'm just going to see what they say. And then I went in and, and the lady, I wouldn't say she blew me away, but she surprised me. And it wasn't even the job or anything like that. It was just her kindness and her willingness to work around my schedule. She understood I had school. And then even kind of going back and forth, she was like, now I, I, I want to make sure you don't get too burned out with your with your classes. I know you need time to study. And even then, like, she was like, all right, well, I'm just waiting on the background check. But, you know, next week's going to be Thanksgiving. I want to give you time off for Thanksgiving to go see your family or do whatever you got to do. We'll start the week after. And just her her talking to her, working around my schedule and her actually caring about, you know, me working too much or me being stressed out with all the things I got going on. And I mean, you know, for me, basically, once this job starts, I will be working every single day up until graduation, which is like the first week of April. And I mean, I've kind of set myself up for that. And there's there's times where, you know, I can tell her like, hey, I'm stressed out, I need to study. And she'll say, okay, you can take tomorrow off. And then my other job also, um, there are days every now and then where I can just take off because they don't need an, they don't need all the workers there. So that's kind of nice too. But, you know, I got these built-in holidays. I got this Thanksgiving. I got a couple days off. And, you know, Christmas, so I have a couple days off. And, you know, from there, um, I don't know if there's anything else built in. But, you know, I can kind of build in my own little nooks and crannies of times I want to take off. But... I went in and talked to her and just her showing kindness and being understanding and empathetic to my situation. I was just like, shit, it would be really nice to work for somebody that that's like this kind and willing to like work around my schedule and everything. And, and then it was like, well, does the money work? Okay. Well, it does work. She's paying more. It's a little bit farther of traffic, but she's willing to work with my hours and such. So it was like, all right, she won me over. I'm going to take it. But, um, like I said, the theme of the day is little things, so I'm going to play my little song of the day, and then uh going to cross off three things on my list, and then I'll explain kind of the short little stories, where I was, what happened, um, and then just kind of divulge, I guess, some of my theories and beliefs in life from there. So, I'll get you the song. I don't know if that song really had anything to do with these stories, but it, that's just a song that I've been listening to lately and have been digging it, so... Hopefully you enjoy that song. Um, now, like I said, this is actually four items. I realized I wrote it down wrong. So um, give me 15, 20 minutes. I'll go through this story. Actually, stories. So get yourself a beer or whatever. I don't care what time it is. You listen to it. Um, and we'll go through this. Now, the numbers aren't going to be in order, but I'm going to go through in order of, I guess, how they happened. So number one on my list... Like I said, I made this list uh, maybe like a decade ago. I think I was in college at the time. So the number one item on my list, the number one is actually graduate graduate college with the minimum GPA of 3.0. So that was number one, and I definitely have finished that. Not a major story there. That was just one of those things where it felt like like a checklist in life that you had to do. You know, like, every, in the past, it was like, you need to finish high school, get your GED or whatever, and then you can get a job. And then, like, today's society, it's almost like that doesn't even matter anymore. It's like, oh, you got to have a college degree to get, you know, hired on. And, you know, in a lot of cases, that's true. But, you know, there are still jobs out there that you don't necessarily need a college degree. It just kind of makes it look 
like, I guess you're more experienced or mature. So, I mean, I guess, you know, like looking back on it now, I'm not really in a field where, um, like my college degree is, is relevant, but I do know I learned a lot of things going through it. And I mean, even now at EMT school, there's a lot of things that I experienced or did, um, with my college classes and then working in jobs that were kind of adjacent to it that I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember doing that. Or, Oh, I'm familiar with this because of that. So I can at least look back on it now and think, okay, well I did learn something from it. I did get something out of it. Even the fact that like, um, like I've said, I'm, I'm in school to become an EMT. Well, when I was in college, I actually had to become a certified first responder. So a lot of the things that I we've gone over or we're gonna about to go over, I've already done. So it's kind of nice. But yeah, that was number one. Um, from there on out, this whole process is kind of like checking the boxes of like growing up and becoming an adult. You know, I have a lot of people that. You know, and I'll admit, I was one of them too, where you, you know, you're 18, you're like, I'm an adult, and I have a job, and I, you know, I pay my bills, or I, you know, pay off my student loans, or whatever, but it's like, I don't know, it's like you, you it's like you pay off some things, but you don't pay off other things, so, you know, it's like, oh, I'm paying off my loans, and I'm, I got a full-time job, but it's like, ah, oh, but you don't, you know, you're living at home, you're not paying rent, so I was like, okay, like, you know, you I still will talk to people where they're like talk, telling me about like, oh yeah, man, I just, I got, my budget is just so tight. I got so many bills to pay and, and I'm just like, where you, and I'm like, how how do you have so many bills to pay? You don't have a car. You don't pay insurance. You, you don't have, you know, college tuition. You, you, you live at home. Like, were you just completely irresponsible or like, I mean, I know people, we're never, and I mean, I wasn't either. weren't really taught how to handle money in school, and I think that is kind of a failure in our school systems. Um, but I mean, like I know, I always kind of lived. I get, and this might have just been how I was raised, but I always kind of lived within my means. So if if I didn't have money, I didn't spend it. I didn't have a credit card. You know, the only time I ended up getting a credit card was um, when I had purchases that were so high that like my debit card would max out. Like when I was younger. I think the max on my on my debit card was like 400 bucks. So then when I had to like get major repairs on my car or something that was like over $500, well that was the reason why I had a credit card. So, you know, going on or whatever, you know, you talk to people or whatever, and one of the things on my list was like, okay, well, if people are going to take me serious and me saying I'm an adult, then I need to be able to have my own apartment. I need to be able to make enough money to be able to manage my lifestyle and, and all these other things well enough that I can afford to live on my own. So number 18 was actually to own my own apartment. So I know when I got my first apartment, I was actually in Savannah, Georgia, and I was living with my brother. And I didn't have, you know, that was kind of my first experience, you know, non-college related of kind of having my own place, needing my own things, you know, like, you've lived with roommates, and that was my brother, so it was like, we knew each other, and then, you know, I've I've had other situations where I've had roommates, and it sucks, and I was like, I want to be able to make enough money, you know, I don't, not a lot, but enough that I can afford to live on my own, have my own apartment, you know, if I don't want to do the dishes for a few days, then that's my call, if I run out of toilet paper, that's my fault, like, so that was one of the things where it was like, you know what, in the the stages of adulthood, you know, you should 
you turn 18, you register, do whatever you want to do, you know, and that makes you an adult. But then from there on out, you need to learn how to manage your finances. So to be able to manage your finances and have your own place, that was something that was important to me. So um, I ended up having my first solo apartment when I was in St. Louis, uh, Missouri. And that was that was a big deal to me because then I felt like a legit adult. I could make real choices. You know, if, if something bad happened, it was on me, but I knew I could handle it. So from there on out, I've had my own place. And it's I was honestly like, it, unless it was like a best friend or somebody that I knew was super chill or always on the road, it would be so hard to go back to living with somebody unless like I really knew them that living on my own has just become like a constant now and it's become like a peaceful thing where, you know, you've had a, sh a shitty day or, you know, you're just exhausted from doing whatever all day work or working out or an adventure or whatever. It's just nice to be able to just come home, just like throw all your clothes off or whatever you want to do and just crash for as long as you want. It's so nice. So that was, that was number 18 was to be able to have my own apartment. And then... The one after that, I guess if I'm going in order, is number 27, which was Catch a Fish. Now, I know a lot of you are probably thinking like, man, I was four years old, five years old when I caught my first fish. You know, my my dad took me or whatever, and um, I didn't really have a relationship with my father that he really took me fishing or did anything like that or, you know, taught me how to repair a car or anything like that. So um, it just kind of got forgotten about and you know years went by and like I might tag along with some of my friends and uh, on the docks or whatever and they'd fish and I just kind of hang out with them and you know it kind of got to the point where I was like man I want to learn how to fish and and, and I want to know what I'm doing and you know this seems kind of peaceful or you know something that you could hang out with somebody and just reflect on life and and you know I'm, I love those moments I love those quiet real moments those vulnerable moments with somebody where you know you're not talking about I guess kind of some of the bullshit in life like oh such and such coach should be fired or my team's better than yours it's it's like hey man I'm thinking about proposing or I'm thinking about having kids or oh I'm struggling financially and like you have real conversations and so I've kind of equated fishing to being one of those things as well as just just one another one of thing those things that can get you outside and can get you in nature and and to me that's very peaceful so i actually caught my first fish i believe was on was out of college i think i it was on my 24th birthday i was with, it was when i was living with my brother in savannah and we we at the time were like we need to find like a cool little uh freshwater type lake or pond or whatever to go fishing and so we'd we'd finally found one and we went back one night and was just like ah, i'll just throw one in there and see if we catch anything and i actually threw a horrible cast out there ended up below this dock and then as i was reeling it in i actually caught one and you know you roll reel it up and it's dark by now like we were basically about to be kicked out so it was dark out there's just like the the little traffic lights there or whatever and i got a photo of it with my brother so that was pretty cool and you know, it's, like I said, that's just one of those little things that, like, it seems like no big deal. But for someone that didn't know how to fish, had just, like, started getting my own, like, 
rod and equipment and trying to figure out how to do it and just generally just like to be outside and in nature and relax it was just i don't know to me it was it was kind of a big deal and along those lines too of before that time that i'd caught it it was kind of been on my list for probably a year maybe two before that so when i'd come home from college or whatever reason i was home i told you know, I shared it online and people knew about it and they had said, you know, oh, let's go fishing, you know, let's catch your first fish. And I do think it's, 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 it's funny, not no haha, but funny, but it is, it's nice, a nice funny that, you know, people actually want to like help one another cross off things on their list and their goals and they want to be supportive and, you know, it, it might be selfish but it doesn't matter because it, it makes you feel good. It makes them feel good. And and then vice versa, you know, if they help you, you might want to help them. Or you might, you know, know somebody or they know somebody that can help you accomplish something else on your list. And that's kind of how the ball gets rolling. Like that's what that's what the point of kind of making your list and talking about it and putting it out there. You never know who might know somebody or what might happen that you could eventually cross these things off your list and or, or experience these adventures or make these moments or these memories. Like that's the whole point. That's the, that's what we're aimed for. So fishing was one of those things where a few people had actually tried to help me out and it just never happened. It just, you know, luck didn't have it. And then me a bad cast one night on my birthday and I happened to catch my first fish and yeah, tragically since then, I haven't really been able to fish much. And when I have, my rods have either been broken, they've I had them stolen, so then I didn't have anything. Um, bad weather, bad location, just tra- just generally moving around. I hadn't really had much luck. So that was actually, so far, the first fish I caught and the last one that I've caught so far. So hopefully I had better luck. Um, this next coming spring or, or summer, whenever I finally get back out there. I have a little spot that I like now and have another rod that I can use. So hopefully, fingers crossed, I can get out there and relax and catch some more. And I'm not one of those people, like, I'm a vegetarian, so I'm not going to eat it. But I, I like to catch and release. You know, it's just, I guess that's the game, the game and ship that I like. Um, but from there on out, the last one was... Again, one of these another things that I feel like it's an adult checklist is that you need to be able to buy your own wheels. So when I was in high school, I turned 15. I bought a car on the side of the road. Um, my dad bought it. I think it was like a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks, whatever. And that thing lasted me all through all through high school and all and basically all through college. It actually kind of crapped out of me. When I was doing my last internship um, before I graduated. And that was kind of the goals. Like, you know, when I was down in Florida, um, the air conditioning went out and that was pretty rough. But, you know, as long as you put your windows down and, and didn't, you know, drive in the middle of the day, it was it was tolerable. So you get through it. So that car I always will appreciate because it got me through it got me through high school, a lot of great moments, got me through college, a lot of great moments, a lot of traveling. And then from there, after that, <coughs> after that, I got a, f- a family friend let me borrow this kind of older blazer for a while. And I'm, when I mean a while, I mean like a couple weeks. And then I went to a cop auction, and I bought a used undercover blazer. 
and it was kind of you know the bottom was a little rusted i knew it needed worked but but the amount of mile like most of it was just basically sitting in snow so like the engine there wasn't really i think when i bought it there was like less than sixty thousand miles which is nothing so i was like all right well it's gonna need some body work but overall like it's it's a pretty it's in pretty good shape it doesn't need a lot of work it's clean and that thing i had that thing up up i mean i drove that around a lot but um brought that down here to georgia with me it just kind of got to the point where every repair that i had was a major repair because it was something that had rusted over needed to be replaced and even though i was in the south and there, we didn't really have to deal with the cold and the salt as much it had just kind of taken its toll um having to deal with the winters and the salt of the north and it just kind of got to the point where it was just not worth it like the repair amounts had gotten to the point where you know i might as well just put a down payment on a new car and that's what i ended up doing <clears throat> i think it was last maybe about a uh i don't even know how long i've been paying this i don't think it's been a year but maybe about a year and a couple months um you know i just kind of pulled the trigger and and said you know I need to get some decent wheels. I, I want to pick out something that is something that I want. <clears throat> you know, it wasn't kind of just whatever was around. And so I did some research, and um, a person that I used to work with, she had actually told me she bought her car through, um, you know, it was like travel agencies that they rent cars. So I was like, all right, I'm going to look into that. And then I looked in the price, and, you know, they got to basically sell, like, to them it's older models, but to me, you know, it was like, it's like a two, three-year-old model, and it's like barely got any miles on it, but to them it's old, so they need to get rid of it before the value depreciates too much, so I felt like I got a good deal, and I, good payment for, you know, like I put a down payment on it, and then it was like, I think I'm doing like a hundred bucks a month or something, so it's very reasonable priced um, to pay off, and I think I have it paid off with uh, like four or five years or something like that, and the rate's not too bad. But again, this is just one of those things where I always wanted to buy my own car, be able to pay for my own car, no hand-me-downs, no luck of the draw, like, this is on me. And if anything, you know, it'll also boost my credit. So, buy a car is actually my number two thing, because again, back when I made that list, I knew in the back of my mind that the first car that I ever had was kind of coming to an end, and I needed to buy it my own. But I didn't really have the funds because obviously I was a college student and most of my funds went towards food and, and living in, in textbooks. So so that was another one of those things where it was just a checklist on this, like the, the path towards adulthood. You know, you want to be able to pay all your bills. You want to be able to have all the, the, the things that you want to have, uh, whether they're um, a necessity or not. So... I don't really think there's anything else on that that list that is like a monster or something like you know like oh I would like to be able to buy a house and I think that's something that will be on my list in the next or not my list it's already on my list but that'll be in kind of the more um targeted group of things that I want to accomplish probably within the next five years like I've written out a plan that I have for kind of like a three-year plan and one is just kind of really hit hard. Um, the EMT, get the career stuff situated. Because as soon as you get that taken care of and you like it and you get a full-time gig, 
you know, then a lot of things are, are open. You know, everything kind of revolves around paying bills and having a job that, a job or a career that you like or can stand. And from there, then it's kind of like, well, I don't think I want to stay in this area, so it's more than likely I'm going to move. Well, if I move, I think I know where I want to move. Um, you know, I might discuss that in a later podcast, but I don't, you know, I don't need to divulge everything to anyone. Like, if people really want to know what's going on, they can ask questions. They'd be involved in my life. So I have an area that I've targeted that I think I want to move to and would, would enjoy, like, putting roots down. And then from there, you know, I might have an apartment for a year or, or do that for at least or whatever. And then from there, figure out which areas are the best or up and coming or whatever. And then kind of put down and see, you know, what I want to do for a house. But as for the other things and kind of the theme of this, like I said, they weren't major, major goals. I mean, they were, but they weren't flashier, adventurous or, you know, that wow factor goal. But they don't all need to be. So when you're making your goals list, like, yeah, they might, you might think that they need to be outrageous or whatever, but they don't. They're just, it's a way to get things out of your brain onto paper. And as soon as they're on paper, well, then you have, they're there, you phys, you physically will see them wherever you put them. Maybe you put them on the mirror, door, or whatever, and then it's on your mind on a regular basis. And then once it gets from there, then you write them down. All right, well, how do I possibly get this accomplished okay well do i need to buy tools for this do i need to schedule this do i need so many vacation days do i need to save up a thousand dollars two thousand dollars to do this okay well then from there you you kind of you're making a plan and as soon as you make a plan you make it possible um i think one of the things that i've said previously was a goal without a plan is just a wish and i don't want your list to just be a wish list I want it to actually happen, I want it to actually come true, and I want you to actually go out there and do stuff, you know, no matter how big or small it is. Like, I know I have cousins and people that have, like, traveled the world and have kind of said, like, yeah, man, I really want you to come, you know, see this or do this or whatever, and it's like, that's great, but there's so much things that are still here in the States that I would love to explore or see or do that it's like, until I get, like, extremely bored of this place or you know I hit the jackpot or the lottery and I can just be wasteful of money like I can't I can't just I can't put those things on my list because that feels more like a wish list or that feels more like a distraction almost of me accomplishing other things by chasing those so I'm gonna repeat myself again make a list doesn't matter how big or flashy it is it could be simple, just like the things I went over today. And, you know, even if it's just a little pat on the back or hurrah for yourself, you know, you celebrate with one glass of whiskey or whatever, like, it doesn't matter how small it is because the little things count. The little things add up and can make the big things even more flashy or important or brilliant or whatever you want to call it. Or they can just be little things that you just admire and love and are glad that you did. You know, like... Like I said about catching a fish, you know, to me it was a big deal because it, for me it had taken so many years to get to that point and to be able to do it that it meant a lot to me where other people it might not. Well, for me, you know, it, I might be able to do something without thinking about it or do it pretty easy and it might mean nothing to me. And then you do it after years of practice or whatever and like it might mean the world to you. 
And in that, I'm, I, I cheer for you. I'm happy for you. I'm almost jealous because the things that take more effort and more time, you're going to appreciate more. Because when they just come to you easy, it's just, it's a second thought. It's just like, okay, well, if I could do it this easy, anybody can do it. So, that's that's all I got for you today. Like I said, this one's not a very big flashy one. Um, I did make a list of all the things I want to discuss, so I'm not just like freestyling this. My next trip, or my next episode, is actually going to be um, a travel trip. So... If that's more the thing that you're interested in on these big adventures, that's going to be my next one. That's going to be number 14. So, for everyone, have a good night, have a good afternoon. I don't know when you listen to this, but hopefully you enjoyed it.